It was the next day, brothers, and I had truly done my best, morning and afternoon, to play it their way and sit, like a horror show cooperative malchick, in the chair of torture, while they flashed nasty bits of ultraviolence on the screen. Though not on the soundtrack, my brothers, the only sound being music. Then I noticed, in all my pain and sickness, what music it was that, like, cracked and boomed. It was Blazia Dead, third album, 13th track. Sin? What's all this about sin? Man! Music plays you dead like that! He did no harm to anyone! Blaze just performed music written by Jamie Madrox! Motherfucker! Fuck you, Kubrick. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Juggalos, Juggalettes, and those who don't identify as such. This is Juggalo Judgment, where two friends take time out of their busy schedules to sit down, listen to, and analyze music of the Juggalo variety. You're joined by your hosts, Mike, and... <gasps> the scariest, spookiest, most terrifyingest shmeev that you've ever seen. What, why would you be so scary and spooky? It's 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 like November now. It is November or, or December maybe. It's, it's November know. in the now for everyone else. Oh. But for us in this now, huh? it's October thirty first. It's Hallow Motherfucking Ween. It's Hallow Motherfucking Wicked. Oh shit, Hallow Wicked. You know what came out today? Everything AKA like a month ago. Just fucking oh, at fucking everything. Dark Jesus side of the moon. Shit. <laughs> oh really no <laughs> oh i don't fucking know that was a joke because so no. many albums are coming out today oh well fucking... like today as in this year today i was joking oh. like it was oh god damn i mean as, on, on halloween when we're recording this, frampton yum comes yum alive yum yum bedlam just came out it did the new, the new limp biscuit album just came out just came out yeah, you'll you'll have already Something heard me talk about out, those on, on a mic check. Uh, probably. Okay. Twisted released something on uh, two days prior. What, oh, two days ago. Okay, I thought they were releasing something today as well. There's just so fucking much stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would have heard me talk about some of that on a mic check a, a number of weeks ago. So Indeed. if you missed that, then go ahead. I'll 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 have thoughts. <laughs> How are you doing today, man? I'm doing all right. I'm a little tired, but I'm I'm waking up as we go. You know, we've been we already recorded a thing, special thing, special thing. And uh, you know, I was up late last night doing some some important work, and also hanging out in discords, chatting with people, not doing work. But <laughs> I stayed up late to do some work as well. After that, mm-hmm. and then I woke up early. To take notes for today <laughs> and record, <laughs> but uh, yeah. you know I made it. How you doing? I am. I am tired. I'm sore. Um, I'm still like, s- still trying to get the whole moving thing down. It's taken it's a me bitch. a lot longer, but on the plus side, um, 
my 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 prior uh roommate has been very very nice and not just tossing my shit out <laughs> and letting me have some time to slowly get uh things moved over i so. mean i'd hope so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i've just been uh i've just been you know working and then yeah. and then fucking watching the same youtube videos that i've watched for the last like eight years because nostalgia uh, helps get me through the days but i've occasionally been listening to some other music like the very album that we're going to talk about today oh shit we're talking about an album today yeah it's like it's like we do that like every two weeks Did did you get the memo hang on i see of course what else could we possibly be talking about on such a day as today but Clockwork Grey by Blaze Your Dead, homie? Well, I, I, I'm, I'm only like an acquaintance of him, so he, he's, he's just my, my deceased acquaintance. He's your dead homie. Oh. He's yeah. Your dead ho- he's your dead homie. He is my dead it homie. It says right here. Blaze, you're dead homie. Oh, well, shit. I didn't realize. Clearly Alternatively, not. it is a... Uh, it It may not be a name, it may be like a an imperative statement. Oh, get... Hmm. Oh, you're dead, homie. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm no. asking you to blaze your dead homie. Oh, well, that... Hmm. Hmm, I don't know about that. I don't like that. What movie was that? Is that How High? Uh, I've never seen How High. Some, somehow I've never seen it. Is that the one where they smoke the, somebody's ashes? I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't fucking know. I, I believe it was that, because wait. like their, their, their homie falls out a window or something while he's high and his ghost helps them through, uh, <laughs> through school or something. <laughs> I see that one. Wait, which one's how high? The one that I just described to you. No, but like, who's in that I one? I don't fucking remember. Well, that doesn't help me. I saw part of it once a long time ago when I shouldn't have. <laughs> Wait, is that the one with, with Red and Method? Maybe. Or is that... This was too long ago for me to be able to identify yeah, anybody. Is. Okay, I have seen that one. What was the one that starred... Um... Dave Chappelle, that, that also involved marijuana. I don't know. God, people are fucking yelling at us. He was in Undercover Brother. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't star in it necessarily. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. So we're talking about Clockwork Gray. We are. From Blaze. And this came out, I think it was in September of 2007. And uh, this was at that period of time where, I, hey, uh, Mike is now starting to grab fucking every Juggalo thing imaginable uh, shortly after they release. So yeah. I got this, I think, probably was like a week or two after it came out. And I didn't even realize it. I just happened to see online that it was out. And I'm like begging my parents to let me go and buy the CD <laughs> or whatever. I can't remember how the fuck it was. But yeah. I have in my possession the album, and 
I'm actually going to. Is it signed? Is that a signature? Is it is signed. It Look is at signed that. by Blaze. I don't remember when I got it signed by Blaze. I met Blaze like six times at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and every time it's a joy. A nice silver Sharpie. I know. Silver Sharpie is the way to go for, for a lot of these, man. Yeah. It's it shows a crisp signature, dinner. too. You can very it, clearly it, see that it says blurdy. fucking hate you um but there are actually like some some there's no lyrics in here but there are little like segments to read kind of like uh kind of like on like forgotten freshest and stuff but it's not like behind the scenes it's more just like Stuff about the song. So oh. I'll read those. Okay. Um at, whenever we come back from the uh from from the the, the 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 song sample. And we have a number of different producers on here, and so I will acknowledge each one as uh as we cover them. Alright. But before we do that, mm-hmm. we have to. Have to. It's imperative. We must. It's true. It has been written in the scrolls. Scott will be very angry if we don't. <laughs> what if we just went the entire time, didn't fucking do it, and then waited until the very end <laughs> to do so, <laughs> and, and just immediately was like, finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. We have to crack Someday. open a motherfucking Fago. Yeah, we fucking do. Mike, what do you got? I have... Because I can't remember what I had last episode. I seriously I don't fucking remember for the life of me. I have a genuine, delicious Fago Cola. Oh, nice. I had a decision to make today. I also had, uh, I still have some cola left over from forever ago. Um, <laughs> but because it's Halloween. It's Halloween. And it's, and we're covering Blaze Ya Dead, homie. Yeah. I went with a genuine Fago delicious red pop. Much like the blood flowing from vampire bites and or gunshot wounds. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Let's crack open a Fago. <laughs> Very concerned because I dropped this last night. Ah, that was a really good crack on that can. Hell yeah. All right. Let's jump Let's in. Get started with track one contact from the other side. Yes, it's affixed in front of an old grandfather clock scared. turning into a it is on a device he um, to so with I, I will get this out of the way several years to perfect it, but hang on before you do did blaze watch the movie white noise that would have been out of this point yeah I think it was, it was like Could this five or six something like it that's the Michael Keaton movie right I don't know from the dead. I, I remember the premise more. I don't know who acts in things. So, my note for this was, ooh, atmosphere from Jamie. And then I look at this and it wasn't Jamie who was talking. Uh, this was uh, Steve Defect Selling. 
and this is produced by Fritz. Um, there is a, a, a thing in here. I'll... Oh no, never mind, there isn't. So, there is. It's some spookums to get you set up for this album. Hell yeah. And then it just leads right into track two. The Crypt Keeper. I'm the crib keeper in charge of the netherworld's death valley is made up of skeletons and it's spoken words vultures fly by like ghetto birds and pick flesh from bones while it's melting the sun like ice cream cones the dead zone and I'm sorry I'm onto the rings brimstone and hot lava melt away puppet strings got a thousand of them waiting to jump if I give the word and drag you down into the crib without a care or concern I hold a hourglass which means my word is my bond and if your name appear up on my list it's you that I will creep on or should I say it no, I'm not tripping. I pause for a second to reload my weapon and blast. You fucking with the crib keeper? You done fucked up now, bitch, because I'm here to see ya. Blast. You fucking with the crib keeper? You done fucked up now, bitch, because I'm here to see ya. Alright, so, the little section we got in here. Back before the buildings and technology were everywhere, when the sundial and hourglass were used as a means of telling time, the days were longer and nights were made up of black skies. When the dead called for you to join them, they summoned him, the Crypt Keeper, the Dark One with no face, as he was called by the ones he was to return to the crypt with. Carrying nothing but a parchment scroll bearing the names of the Chosen, alongside a weapon of choice, he would venture from door to door in search of them. Cries pleading for help could be heard echoing through the moss-covered forest of dead trees as he dragged them, kicking and screaming, back to the crypt to sleep forevermore. This was produced by Fritz the Cat. Uh, no, this okay. was produced by Lost Coast Productions. So oh. if I remember correctly, that was, um, I believe that's underrated from Potluck. That's right. Um, who we encountered on Independence Day. I'm pretty sure that that's, that's who that would be. So, yeah. Yeah, it, it was, so I remember this because I looked up the, whenever I was looking up the track list, I, like, Wikipedia just has them all listed. Oh, really it does? Nice. Yep. I did <laughs> uh, not see that. And I, I thought that the first two were the first couple were fritz but fritz i believe was the intro and i think like the next three of them are underrated <laughs> so i'm like that yeah we'll find out <laughs> but yeah um going back to the uh the, the intro track though i always feel like we have a very like bleak view of of ghosts and stuff which i just think isn't very fair like it's always just like you know, whenever you think of like ghosts and shit like that, it's always like, like, like in in the case of White Noise, that movie about a guy whose wife dies and then he's like trying to contact her because there's ghosts and White Noise on yeah. TVs and stuff or radio or what radio I think he was trying to contact her on, but also yeah. no TV. He's, he's I think he's like like gets like a picture of her or something on a TV or whatever TV yep. antenna thing, but it's always just like the one person that you're specifically looking for. They're dead and they're a good ghost and stuff like that. But every single other ghost is a piece of shit. <laughs> and it's like, you know, a lot of good people die, too. In fact, <laughs> all of them do. <laughs> Where Everybody are they dies. at? <laughs> Why are ghosts all bastards in our media? Why is so, the dead? Why is the idea of the dead returning 
such a bad thing. <laughs> okay, real quick, real quick. Uh, short story. Back okay. whenever I was in high school. Yeah. For a short time, I was in a Bible club. Ah. Um, I wasn't like super active in it, but I had some friends who were in there. So I was like, oh, okay, I'll show up. Hmm. And at one point we were talking we got to talking about like ghosts or whatever. And the, the person who was like the, the leader or whatever was like, so, you know, do you think that there's like, there's no good ghosts and bad ghosts. And most of us are like, yeah, there's, there's good ghosts. He's like, no, all ghosts are bad. I'm like, what? (laughs) He's like, if ghosts were to exist, all of them would be bad. (laughs) Like, I don't, I don't really like pick that up, but I guess like the concept okay. is that because they aren't in heaven, Maybe. then they must be bad. Because as we all know, if you've read the Bible, but <laughs> the requirements for getting into heaven absolutely weed out every single bad person. There's no way that a good person could possibly be kept out of heaven. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> that's that. See, that's a little joke there. I was being facetious. I, I, I got you. <laughs> but yeah, so you you just bringing that up was just like that instantly came to my mind. I had <laughs> no thoughts weird. of that at all until just now. So good job. Yeah, um, cool. Blaze, given given what we're hearing from this song, the Crypt Keeper, he has a job now. Yeah. He actually has. He's not just your your random everyday dead gangbanger. No, he has a respectable job within the community. He's like a Grim Reaper contract killer. <laughs> like, That's the way that he's like. Yeah, you know, the way that you read that in the book sounded a little bit different, but yeah, like right. the way that he raps it. <laughs> he's like, he's a hitman, but you know, it's it's. He's not doing hits for a mob. He's doing hits for death, I guess. <gasps> yeah. So does he then work with the Wraith? If the Wraith uh, can't always be around, he's like, yo, man, I need you to go and take care of these three people. They're all going to be in the same area. Just go ahead. Take care of them. So I didn't write this, <laughs> uh, but I thought about it because I, immediately after the first track, whenever I was like, you know, I was like, I'm going to reference this movie that I saw a couple minutes of back in the day and then i was like i can't just reference another show or something right after that yes but you can. now i'm going to uh do you ever see the show dead like me no uh it was a show about a uh a woman who gets killed by a uh like a toilet that falls out of a fa- uh, fall- falls from a space station and you know somehow survives re-entry and just lands on her and kills her. Oh, um, okay. And she discovers that she has now become a reaper. Her job not being to, like, kill people, but to <laughs> get to people before they die to, quote-unquote, pop their souls from their body so when they die, they're not trapped in their body. You I have told me about I've this show before. before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I guess, like, yeah, he just kind of got... that. That's just it. He just 
found out that he has a job now. (laughs) (laughs) In Dead Like Me, it was very strange because they were all just normal people and like... They just get little sticky notes that tell them who they're supposed to go and find. (laughs) It's very much like an office job, but they have legwork to do. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, this is a a fresh take on his image. Yeah. I feel like this is kind of what he wanted to do with the Colton Grundy uh, reimagining, maybe. Yeah, seriously. Like, that that made way more sense, because I think the Colton Grundy character... um, was implied to be like a grave digger. Um I think was what what it was supposed God to be. God knows what he was going for, but he was just Blaze again. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the thing. Um I I give credit to Blaze because he does lay down really cool concepts for something. Unfortunately, just the follow through throughout the album is very like paper thin. Yeah. yeah. Um this is a good start though. Well, I mean, that's why I think he's better off just being Blaze and mm-hmm. just doing these as like one-off tracks like this one because he's still Blaze for this. He didn't try to mm-hmm. make a new character for it. Mm-hmm. He just he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna make this. This this is the song where I'm gonna be this dude. <laughs> that's and that's fair. great. Yeah, that way he does. He's not like strapped. He's not locked down to a thing. He can just on his next track he can be Blaze like he's going to be because. <laughs> what he do because because blaze he can't stay away for an entire album he's gotta no he's just gotta be blaze somewhere in there i would that would be some crazy shit one day just just blaze decides he's gonna make an album and never once mention that he is blaze like at all ever damn he just makes a different album and he's not he's not a dead homie he puts the shotgun down he doesn't have any guns at all no that would be fucking crazy he Blaze should do he should do a concept album where he's not a gangster who was killed in the 80s. He should be like a fucking mobster from like the 20s and 30s. You could be like F- flood your living enemy. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Track number 3, Blaze Up.
Our next tale is about life on the streets and how the wrong move can easily find you here amongst the bodies in the cemetery. The story takes a strange turn when the teller in question is returning from the cemetery and beginning to better understand his newfound power of self-resurrection. Will no one be able to stop this undying menace that has returned from the grave to seek vengeance with death's cold hand wrapped around the handle of the healer? Sorry, heater. Heater. Is that a key? Heater. Like that a gun. A T. Yeah. That is a T. <laughs> it's it's very hard to see the little little crumb. Yeah. And this was produced by Lost Coast Productions. Nice. I think there is nothing in this world that describes Blaze better than I got a gun and I'm <laughs> holding it down. Blaze up. Yeah. <laughs> That's Blaze. <laughs> that was my first my first uh note was oh it's still blaze <laughs> still blaze i mean he, he ain't gone nowhere this this is definitely like i i will say the back-to-back like songs these are great openers mm-hmm. for this and this song in particular is um a concert staple this tends to be like what he opens with oh, okay and if it's not the opener it's like the second or third song <laughs> like they always show up nice now, unless I, because, you know, I was listening closely this time to make sure, but I, I'm, you know, we love to rag on genius and their <laughs> interesting interpretations of what is being said in a track. As we do. I am quite certain that what I heard whenever I was listening to this was he says he has a shotgun hanging from a Rambo strap. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Not, in fact, a rainbow strap, <laughs> which has so many different connotations to it in this particular case. See, it should be a Rambo strap. Yeah. I should change that right now. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> and one thing that he actually does say, but it still makes me laugh anyway. Like, this is, a, this is actually what the lyric is, but... Still, the context just makes me laugh is at the end of his uh, second verse when he says, and if you move any closer, I'm going to blow out your back. (laughs) Always fun to hear. (laughs) Really, Blaze? Is that that what you're going to do? Really? Uh, This is fun. (laughs) So, 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 So how much closer do I have to move? (laughs) <laughs> so yeah that's uh i mean look it's it's blaze he's got a gun and he's holding, and he's it, holding down. it down <laughs> that gun is struggling trying to get up to do some bad shit and he's stopping it he's keeping that gun down because he doesn't want people getting hurt his name is blaze and he's very concerned for your safety <laughs> I think I'm not that's quite what he's sure. About. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I think you may have misinterpreted some oh. lyrics. Genius. Oh. We're going to need some annotations here. I mean, I. Th- <laughs> I think it's just because the lyrics are so poorly written on Genius. I just wasn't understanding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love Genius. It's, it's such a good resource, <laughs> but I just can't help it. <laughs> I mean, we could go to song, songmeanings.com instead. Such a worse resource. <laughs> <laughs> it, 
And it probably has the exact same lyrics. It probably, yeah, they, they probably started there. and then It's they all got... scraped. Yeah. <laughs> same same stuff all over. But yeah, no, this is a good, this is a good track. Feels good. Good bounce to it. Yep. These beats also, are all really good. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it's it's also good, like, so far, the, those first two tracks, short songs. Like, mm-hmm. they're, they are they don't, like, they don't go too fucking long or anything like that. Oh, yeah, no. They work. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm already enjoying this record a lot. There's a lot of people who give this album um, a lot of praise. And when I was doing my listens, I'm like, you know what? Yeah, this album is like pretty high up there because i remember really enjoying colton grundy a lot Mm -hmm. when we covered that um and thinking like that might be the best blaze album but i'm not sure like but we'll get there because blaze is always like somebody who i think is for the most part very consistent yeah well nothing that's absolutely like holy fuck this is the greatest thing a psychopathic record has ever put out but i could never i was never able to really look at a blaze album and be like this is absolute dog shit yeah i mean like he's never really Blaze isn't a profound man. <laughs> he doesn't have a lot to say, but he's very good at saying it anyway. <laughs> that's I what mean, he do. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Gun and maybe, he's it's, it and down. maybe it's just because of the gimmick. Like maybe it's just because he's a dead guy who yeah. happens to carry a shotgun from his rainbow strap. It's it's just the thing he likes to do. <laughs> it's it's the rap he likes to make, and you know what? Good on him good on him i've I've heard him branch out one or two times on tracks before and it was all right mm-hmm. but this is his bread and butter yeah well there, there's there's a couple that, that deviate from the norm on here yeah, so we'll get to it we'll get there but let's move maybe on maybe we'll get to it on track four toe tags and body bags <laughs> conversation with the ghost of a serial killer brought about this tale of death becoming art to the mind of a murderer a human collage of shiny black bags hidden behind the walls beneath the floorboards and buried in most of the yard make up the quaint cottage home where this morbid art became a reality paying attention to detail the collector carefully catalogs each and every creation with an index card hanging from the pinky toe on the right foot of the victim a true house of the dead inhibited inhibited by over 50 or more victims who fell prey to this monster that decided to find his death art somewhere in the realms of real horror. And this was produced by... Lost Kids Productions. There we go. They kill lots of people. Yes. But they also keep very good records. Yes. Which is very helpful, you know, if, if for some reason they're fun. 
Whatever if, you I was... to, if you need to find somebody, if someone's like, hey, look, if if they're gone, they're gone. But I would like to know <laughs> if you happen to like kill my <laughs> husband. <laughs> so it took me until I was list like really listening that I was like, oh, to talk about he's just he's literally just like preparing these these bodies for you know burial and shit it's like oh no 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 they're, they're <laughs> killing them too they're, they're killing yeah, them yeah, too. yeah yeah they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. just they're just doing, yeah they're they <laughs> they're killing them and then they're putting in the work so the morgue doesn't have to well there you go that's that's just sparing them autopsies the, the... take time exactly and you know what if you can cut that out it saves overhead and it gives it gives them what I can't remember the name of the guy who does the autopsies. <laughs> Whatever. Gives that guy more time to work on his, his own backlog that he has from the other people who are less thorough about their murder. Exactly. We're just not as fucking considerate. Exactly. As like, Blaze and Jamie Madrox, the other guy on the track. What? Who? Who? Who was that? Jamie Madrox, noted juggalo hater. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> a kid though <laughs> founding member of twisted and house of crazies i hate you so this has a catchy fucking hook it does <laughs> like mm-hmm the beat in general is just fucking really good beat. Is bumping. I'm I'm, I'm definitely hearing a, you're awesome. Yeah, I'm de- I'm definitely hearing like a certain style that that person uh, produces in. Yeah, that's that is works very well. His norm, which is very West Coast, and it's very um, good for Blaze. It is. It's very fucking good for Blaze. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm assuming because um, I could be wrong, but I think that, um. Did they tour together on? I don't remember if if Potluck was on the tour, um, that was supporting the Independence Day. I don't remember. Um, tour or not. Um, I don't know if if like Blaze and them had met prior to then, or if it was just because Twisted got some beats from Underrated, and he was like, "Yo, I want some of those too." Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're definitely like a good. A good shot because not saying that Fritz does bad stuff for Blaze because he did no, some amazing no, stuff not. on on you know Colton Grundy and, and shit. But Fritz got these, some versatility. But these these are definitely for the the gangsta side of yeah. Of Blaze. These are catered to Blaze. Like mm-hmm. these are perfect. Yeah, not so, much more to say about it. <laughs> no, there there really isn't. This is kind of a, a standard fare song. It's cool that we have Jamie on here. He's got some fun lines in here. They're mm-hmm. when they're talking about um organizing uh the the all the bodies um by names i just love it's it's at the very beginning of, of madrox's final yeah. final verse linda and larry and Lori. we got most of the l's yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> god are, are they just killing people who are, are are they well prior to that blaze says got so many got a library a through z okay so, they're 
he he is organizing each person by name, which is which is smart. That's good. Course, so you yeah. know you know where you're at. But then Madrox specifically mentions the L's. So are they going alphabetically in order? Or are they just trying to like even it up? I think like, they're. Oh uh, no, I got I got I got a bunch of R's last week. I gotta get my. <laughs> it, it might be that they are trying to like. Maybe it's like a name collection thing. Mm. You know, trying to that get. Might be it. Try, trying to catch all of the names that they can, you know, because do you really need more than one Linda or Larry or Lori? I hmm. What if the spelling matters? I think it does. I think that does that that would factor in. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you can have L O R I Lori. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have L A U R I E. Yeah, yeah, Lori Strode, That's, of course. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean. Linda and Larry, that's that's you're pretty much set there, right? And it definitely Don't get me seems... started on Sean's. Oh God, mm. <laughs> it definitely seems like they're mostly focusing on the first names here, not the last names. Right, right. Like that, that seems pretty irrelevant to them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, there is a skit at the end of this that leads into oh. the next song, though. So if you would like to go at two fifty three. We can hit that and go into track five. It'll I'll connect. have you know, with my first click, I landed on 255. <laughs> hey, what up? You got me. If it ain't about money or murder, don't even holler back. What up, though? Got a line on that good shit. Definitely about that money. Possibly about that murder. Hit me back. I'm a kid, not the seventh letter in the alphabet. My shirt's wet, all over a new connect. Caught a bullet in my neck and it's spilling just like a sieve. Clench a clock, wondering how long I'm gonna live. But before I get ahead of the story, let's start where it began. We was introduced to a common friend. A man ill money would never lead me astray. Real play, he'll fuck with nothing but big way. Put me up all day and a new players in town. Hold nothing but Afghan, 1200 a pound. At that price, I can flip three or maybe four in less than a week. Go to fun, not the back door. And I called a new cat, told him all he said, them LBS is looking fat. I'm looking to cop two and thirties old front, had and takes a flip and two and packing the third up and laying the two down. Skirting with all the pounds, and jumping a couple rounds, and skipping a couple towns over. Where my boy low sail to the smoked out over on the inner right foot of the crack house. I see it, I was planning the attack. I need a gun, man, and a ride and watch my motherfucking back. Cause the shit went whack. He can smoke a for me. Sub ROC, it's a motherfucking homie. This one is a hit among the late night cemetery casket chats. Let's stop pretending that the dead don't like action, suspense, and adventure, because they do. This story has got them all turning over in their boxes around the nation. Power and money can make people do pretty much anything, and in this case, a deal gone bad leaves ten people dead, five badly wounded. Slowly dying, one finds himself in the middle of a full-blown gunfight with the long arm of the law. With minutes to live, he quickly replays the whole event in his mind, trying to figure out how it all went wrong. And this was produced by Shaggy Too Dope. Oh, holy shit. It's a good beat. It's a good fucking beat. Not that, like, I mean, they've done good beats before. Again, um, we I don't think we actually talked about it on a... We may have talked about it on that actual episode, but uh, we've talked about it more in the uh, in the Discord, ICP, we Discord, uh, that Jay and Shaggy doing the production for the Com was really fucking good. Like they, yeah, there's some they good are, shit on that. They are capable 
behind the boards. Yeah. People just hate the calm because they want to hate the calm, but they yeah. did some good shit on there. And this is this is, you know, just a further further evidence of of the abilities that they have. Specifically yeah. Shaggy. I I legitimately had no idea this was Shaggy until like this morning. Yeah, that's that's why. And I love this beat. I fucking love this beat. So they say that um, it's like a the, the, it's a it was a deal gone bad, and they're trying to figure out where it went bad. But if I if I remember correctly, in the beginning of this, their initial plan was to make this deal go bad in the first place. What it sounds like. Like they were gonna murder him and take all of the shit. Well, yeah. The deal has. That's how it went bad. And then well, the cops showed up. I mean, that was separate. on their side. Yeah, I mean, the cops the showing cops up. showing up was, made it go bad. That's always. I mean, that's just. <laughs> you know. What can you do? So. This track is notable for a few things. One, this is. I believe the first instance where we have ROC on a Blaze track. Doing a verse. Sorry, yes, doing a verse. Because I think he was Um, on like one of the early hooks. Yeah. Um, And at this point, ROC was Blaze's hype man. Oh. um, On on stage and whatnot, because at the time, obviously, ABK was off the label. So ROC, it wasn't quite announced yet, but he was going to be. I don't know if he was officially signed to Psychopathic at this time or not, but yeah, he was working very close with blaze um, was the hype man at shows and whatnot. This is actually the first song of blazes that has a music video. Oh, nice. So blaze had a handful of records prior to this. He doesn't get a music video until 2007, (laughs) seven years on the label. Damn. And then you finally get a music video. I love specifically that, uh, Jamie and monoxide, right? They're chilling with yeah. the ROC, yes. doing a house of crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they split. Now they're twisted. Okay. Yes. They they join up with Psychopathic. And they're like, hey, ROC. I don't know how I feel about you. <laughs> what is speculating here? We got something for you. Our, or, our old friend that we used to rap with. Be this guy's hype man. <laughs> I don't think that that's exactly how that went. It could be. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure that it was. There was a little bit more into that. Anyway, the point is, Blaze is already dead. So it doesn't really matter that things went bad and that the cops yeah. are showing up and murdering <laughs> to murder him. Uh, it, but, you know, the, it still sucks. He has, like, there, this whole song is, like, is really fucking good. I love ROC's verse. Mm-hmm. Um, Blaze has a, has a really good, um, he has a really good line. Um, I had a couple holes in my chest like a golf course. <laughs> and in the music video, he's like, you see a lot of the stuff happen, um, like in shadows against the walls, mm-hmm. and you see like Blaze, like his silhouette, like standing up, and he's got like five like bullet holes like through him, and you <laughs> nice. just see right through. It's fucking great. Uh, ROC. But the, the the last line uh, and the fatal shot that finally st- that fi- final shot that fatally struck me. But who the fuck are they kidding? They ain't no killing you, dead homie. Yeah. <laughs> 
ROC uh, has a line where he says, lay out whoever's there, babies are included, which reminded me of a classic Beanie Siegel line from the song, What a Thug About, where he says, I'll run up in your crib, put some in your wig, your baby's crying, pop, 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 put some in the crib. (laughs) What? That's so fucked. That's so fucked. <laughs> anyway, that's that's that was a thing that I remember. I, I haven't heard that song in a very long time. It was on Saints Row too, actually. That was that was where I heard it from. As as things tend to go. <laughs> I didn't even I, I didn't even like think of the line that ROC said. Yeah, yeah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucked up. Uh okay. And again, not certain, uh, at what level we have to censor the murdering of babies. <laughs> yeah, that's... That is really weird, huh? Yeah. Huh. Well, I guess it's a Blaze track, so it's not... ICP doesn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, maybe. They might have Final Cut, but maybe maybe it just got past them. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. <laughs> but, yeah, this is a solid track. It makes sense that this is one that was made for a music video. Um, and, again, too dope. This... This beat's fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> like, love it. A little spooky in there. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it works. So, we can move on to track six, Keep It Simple, featuring Big B and Cut Calhoun. Keep it simple, homie, riding Cadillacs until the doors fall off. That'll make the killers call Smoking the lungs It's your homie Let me hold some Got a fifth in the bitch In the backseat Looking to get done Ride clean With the five on the spoke shoes The match up the lack Offset with metallic glue Will be flexed That'll catch the sunrise So if you eyeball And you receive Temporary loss of sight I'm signing All you bitches Bring your spectacles Observe me from afar As I'm gripping on my testicles One hand Other hand Grip the wood grain Got a Some players dead and alive can appreciate the finer things in life and in death. And in this tale is a, and in this tale, it's all about the whips. Not just any rides, mind you, but the cream of the crop, the lack, also known as the caddy daddy, the big dog, and Pippin's choice. The fuck? The fuck? This luxury vehicle has been spotted everywhere, driven by the likes of lawyers, pimps, and everyday balling ass street thugs. And what happened to the days of keeping it simple? When you drove it off the lot and gripped it till the wheels fell off. Feel off? Feel off? Fell off? Whatever the fuck. Whoops. Nowadays, if you don't have a satellite in the dash, you ain't up to par, and time still keeps ticking in the timeline. And this was produced by... Lost Coast Productions. Underrated. There we go. Got a lot of shit on here. Fuck. This one was a weird one to me. Because they have this really fucking creepy beat going over a track that's just about living gangsta. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah. Um, this also doesn't help. This is one of the few uh, tracks that does not have lyrics on here, which is very fucking frustrating. Um, because, I mean, how else am I going to hear or, or decipher what the ninth most popular um, artist on Strange um, was saying? <laughs> Uh, Sorry, that's a bad joke. Um, so this I love song it every actually, time I hear it. <laughs> it's, thank you, MK. Um, Rest in peace. This this track actually makes a lot of sense for having uh, Big B and Kakahoon on it. So Big B is a member of Suburban Noise Records. Kakahoon, obviously, Strange Music, and Strange and Subnoise used to do a tour together um, called Strange Noise. And it would typically be, you know, some of the heavy hitters from the labels just going on tour together. And because most people liked stuff from both labels, it was typically very, very popular. Well, Blaze ended up being on one of the tours as well. And because of that, that's why he got um, Big B and Cut Calhoun on um, on his track. Blaze would end up being featured on Big B's album that came out in the same year. So I don't know which one came out first, um, but we will cover that track uh, in the future. Um sometime soon-ish we're gonna have an episode that's just covering a lot of guest features from yes. psychopathic artists on other people's stuff uh, up to the point that we have left off so we'll get there we'll we'll, yeah. we'll let you know but yeah this track it's it's just kind of it's there it's sad because yeah. i like big b i don't mind cut calhoun this should be a really cool track but for some reason i just never can like focus on it as, as yeah. annoying as that is like it's got a cool beat Again, but for some reason like, nothing just really just jumps out at me and is like hey this song is fucking great well because I mean it's not really you know it's, it's not like it's not like a fun track about living gangsta I mean like the lyrics are saying that it is but the rest of the track isn't. The beat's not. The beat's like, hey, this is a spooky track. And then it's just like, there's nothing spooky here. It's just whatever. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't couldn't have done something spooky with it? Where what's what's happening? Yeah, so I, I feel like there's weird. other there's other beats like not to say that any of the beats that we've already encountered aren't good for what they have been used for. But, like, they probably could have repurposed something else for what the context of this song was doing. Like, yeah. if you would have if you would have adjusted the tempo for Ill Connect, that would have been fine, I think. Mm-hmm. You know, and had it for Keep It Simple. I wouldn't have probably liked it as much just because Ill Connect's beat is perfect for what it is. For sure. But, like, I'm sure that there's another beat on here that would have been better served for that track. And... Maybe they could have just made something completely different for what they have on Keep It Simple. Yeah. Just something that I was considering. A mild misstep, but what are you going to do? Yeah. It can't all be perfect. Like, I would just feel bad if it was like, if that's the first track that somebody hears that's with Cut Calhoun or Big B on it, like, those should not be the tracks that make you decide whether or not you want to listen to them. Yeah. Because Big B, I really enjoy his stuff. Um, and, like, he's not bad on this track. Mm-hmm. But a lot of his solo shit is just so fucking great that it's a disservice to think that, like, 
that's the best thing that he can do because it's not <laughs> right. I don't know Big B. So we we do one of his songs <laughs> yeah, we in, do our, that. in our group. We're trying to add another one as soon as we can find the fucking key. Are we <laughs> the chords? Yeah, fucked up again. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. So, Big B, I tried reaching out to you before asking if you could get me the music for your song. <laughs> I did. I fucking DM'd him oh on Instagram. God. I asked. I got nothing. You know, all you really have to do is just send me a message on, on some day whenever I have time, and I will probably just be able to do it by ear. But oh. uh, because I don't okay. think about things, you know, well, it just doesn't happen. <laughs> oh. I mean, you just have enough time to make a random mic check out of spite. <sighs> oh, so yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of which, it's it is again. It is October thirty first, and because uh, today is the day that Yum Yum Bedlam released, and Mike is delaying his episode by an entire day, I decided that was too long for people to wait, and so I listened to the entire album myself, and I gave my track by track impressions. Did you fucking really? Mm hmm. Are you fucking serious? That's why I was up late last night. <laughs> Are you... F fuck off. No fucking way. No fucking way. It's up. And everybody here already listened to it, or they skipped it for yours. Oh my god. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you made a 27-minute episode. <laughs> fucking hell. But that's not what this is about. We're trying to keep it simple here, Mike. Yeah. Unlike some of them thugs. I got the arms of clocks and fists of fury like Bruce Lee's. Don't play me like Jack the Lace Grant, cause you can't choose me on no sleep. I got ink that's made of blood, call it Boho, whether I'm clicked up or solo. I got trap loud pipe bombs and lean killer down shit that be blowing their teeth up out their mouth, bitch. I ride clean like Dentine and get down and dirty and leave your belly laid in a hurry, motherfucker. The streets can be a battleground pending on where you stay. And in this story, the war in the streets is on and popping. Wearing the wrong color can get you smoked in an instant, and riding down the wrong street can be the difference between you making it home safely or finding your way into a pine box. The youth are a product of their environment, and this stomping ground is riddled with gangsters and young thugs ready to pop off their first shot and add you to their ever-growing body count. Some huh. of them thugs produced by... Lost Kiss Productions. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I mean, it's got that sound. It do. And who was that that we were hearing? We got... Okay, so that was an interesting thing, because whenever we heard Jamie Madrox... Um, I I realized as that track went on that I wasn't hearing Monoxide. And here he is now, making yeah. up for it uh -huh. without Jamie Madrox. Yeah. So That's Blaze. Track... He's a fair guy. He likes to give everybody, you know, <laughs> equal appearance in his shit. So so this track is calling out fake thugs. Uh-huh. Pretty much. Does it make sense? 
why Monoxide is on this song. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, th- there's a line in here, and I don't remember who says it. Oh, it was it was Blaze. This is a Blaze line where he says, Nine shots leave a pig head li- laying flat like a welcome mat upside down telling you get back. And I liked that line. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good line. It is good stuff. That's a pretty good line. It's a fresh beat. Uh, yes, it is. Definitely a good change in the feel and stuff. Got to switch up your flow a little bit for it. And it makes it stand out on the album. Yeah. This, we are getting so spoiled with good beats on this record that, like, it's almost concerning that we're going to, like, when we hit something bad, we're going to be like, oh, man. Like, it's going to, like, fucking derail it. But I really like this beat a lot. And having Minoxide on here just kind of adds another element to it of him just calling out them fake people. You know, that thing that he do so damn well, <laughs> as we heard a lot on Independence Day. Yeah. That, that one thing that he loves to do all the time. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> he can't let it go. When's he going to call himself out? <laughs> that wouldn't make him fake, though. That would make him real. Damn. Yeah. Right. He's, that, that would be a paradox. Exactly. And then the world would implode. <laughs> the fabric of reality would just immediately just collapse upon itself. And we would not win. But yeah, this is a solid track. And... Yeah, we're we're just this album goes really fucking well so far. Minor yeah. hiccups so far with with keep it simple, but hey, we're 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 picking it back up. It's okay. Yeah, but you know it it, it works out. Like this is uh, again, Blaze. We talked about this on on Pony Down. Uh, how that that album? I listened to that album. I gave it a listen while I was driving, and I was like. Yeah, yeah, the the mission statement of this album being something you just throw on to bump in your ride, that's where it's at. Yep. And I feel like that's where Blaze is always at. Even if even if like listening, even if you can actively listen to it in any other situation, it's good. When you get right down to it, you can always throw Blaze on in the and bump it in the ride and it's always fucking good. Yep. So even a track like um Keep it simple if you're not as like into it or something like that. It'll still go. Like it's still good to just now, have on. You're de- the way you were describing that now just made me think of if you remember what Jiggles said uh, in that Discord uh, a, a time ago about Ridas, where he doesn't really have a favorite Ridas album. He likes to just put Ridas on and play play it on random. Blaze, I think, might be that same way of just it. put it in the car, go to his artist page, press random, and then just go. And then you're fine. And I'm wondering if that's that's the case here. But this is this is working fine so far for me. So I don't mind it. Yeah. But we are just past that halfway point. We're fucking breezing through. Party ain't stopping. No, no. So so get out your cell phones. 
and 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 send that bish that that pretty little emoji eggplants Turn your big ass on. Mm, yeah, you like that? You feel that? Yeah. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. Yeah. Add a little butter with that. I like some black, white, and any in between that. This is heavyweight pimping at its best, baby. Mix that shit. Flip that shit. Hit that shit. I might even lick that shit. My big girls need dick too. I call her Jelly Bean. My belly dancing queen. Feed her Big Max. Watch her shake her hips and ask for me. I hit it real hard. So hard the skin ripples. I'm dope. Stop out the bus when I'm chewing on both her nipples. Man, I fucked her at her couch. I fucked her at her home. Sometimes she brings a friend. Sometimes she comes alone. When I'm with her, what I do is illegal. In seven states, she all sweaty, wearing lingerie, eating some chocolate cake. I fucked her like this. I fucked her like doesn't <laughs> go on here we go this is gonna be amazing <laughs> who doesn't like a big set of sweaty titties in their face oh, okay. oh i almost forgot to mention those big titties were attached to an eggplant an eggplant is an ancient terminology used to describe a female who has the shape of a bell usually accompanied by an extremely flat behind an eggplant can appear sexually arousing when intoxicated, but it's recommended you take heed to take this tale of swollen lust before you go fucking around with just any old plant. Produced by Scott Sumner and Randy Lynch. Hey, Scotty. Scotty doesn't know. No. So, I love, I love the evolution of language. <laughs> it's, it's incredible pre-emoji song here yeah yeah for real he, he different connotation but yeah he would never write this song in the year of our lord 2021 no. <laughs> <laughs> this classic juggalo love song yep this did not take off the same way that elbow macaroni bitch did though <laughs> no nope <laughs> It was very quickly decided that yeah. eggplants in general this does not, look like this something not. else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fun track, though. I love this track. I had a thought, right? I had this idea in my head. What if, what if this song is a continuation of The Wizard of the Hood, right? What if... What the Magic Blunt actually did for Blaze was like a shallow howl thing, right? <laughs> that is the new headcanon. We have we have to promote that everywhere now. That's it. Yeah, yeah. The Lion got got a, got a shallow howl deal from the Magic Blunt <laughs> and the Wizard of the Hood. So. I have a story regarding this song. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, it's, not, it's not a bad song. It's funny. Okay. Um, I was at a show once. I can't remember when this one was. This might have been like probably four years ago or some shit. And obviously at these shows, I do I do VIP because that's, that's my thing. I like doing VIP. I can't remember if Blaze headlined this show or not. 
But it was literally when I was getting this CD signed. That's how I remembered it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think he asked me like, like what some of my favorites were. And I mentioned that this song was one of them. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> I always hope that I'll hear you like perform this live. I just know it'll never happen. He, and he told me, he's like, actually, whenever we, I toured promoting this album, I did this song back then. Damn. And I was like, oh man, I missed out on that. That sucks. That sounds like it would have been dope though. Later on in the night, <laughs> show's happening, right? And now you haven't been to. A, a, a twisted or a blaze show, so you no. haven't seen this, but like, like you've seen ICP, and whenever uh, they perform, they just go song, 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 song. Every now and then, like with twisted or blaze, song will be done. They'll chat for like thirty seconds, and then the next song will come on. So at one point, Blaze, it's it's in the, like one of his songs is done, and he's talking to his hype man Dustin, <laughs> and he mentions. That there was somebody at VIP who wanted to hear this one song. (laughs) And he did the first verse of this acapella. Hell yeah. And I lost my goddamn mind. That's so fucking cool. It was so fucking cool. I wish I would have like that. This was after a point when I started like what like I used to like record and take a lot of pictures of shows. I don't do mm-hmm. that anymore. Cause I don't want to just be there in the moment. And enjoy it. That's yeah. one of the instances where I really wish I was recording that. Yeah. But it was that, fucking cool. So I was like, ah, you didn't bring plants. That's fucking rad. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. I, but yeah, I love like, I, that is a thing that I have heard of artists doing from time to time. And it's always fucking cool to hear. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that was a thing that mega Rayan did once, but he specifically did it just because, um, Xavier Woods was there. <laughs> I wanted to hear his track. He was like, I haven't done this in years, but he wants to hear. <laughs> that's great. That's great. Yeah, yeah that's why anytime rad. whenever, like, you'll see on the social media or whatever, like, when Twisted's going to be going on tour, it's like, what songs do you want to hear? And it's like, why do you do this? You already know the set list you going to do. Like... We know what you're going to fucking play. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. At Fright Fest last night, when they played five songs from the new record, and somebody, not saying any Blade names, <laughs> decided that they really liked hearing those songs now, despite them hating them originally. That's the thing. Live, the live setting changes things a Good lot. Good way to hear a lot of songs. Yeah. Good way. But just... But it's just funny whenever they're like, what songs do you want to hear? And you got people like commenting on all these. And a lot of them are like, they would never fucking play this live. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, like, I'm sorry. They're not going to do um... that one. Yeah. Yeah. They're not going to do Birds and Bees live. We right. haven't gotten there yet. Just, they're not gonna do, just, um, just compartmentalize that in your head. <laughs> um, uh, they're not going to do... Uh, but uh, the uh, Monsters Ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to do uh, fucking, what was that one from Most Tasteless? The, the Juggalo love song? The Juggalo love song? She Ain't Afraid. But I think she know what she has. They have done She Ain't Afraid. Yeah. Well, fuck it. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> this track is great, though. I love this song. It's good. It's really good. It's a fun track. Yeah. Let's move on. Track nine. Zip codes and time zones. (laughs) 
is a reflection of the love from the underground both the music and both the music scene and dead bodies under the ground alike show nothing but love when it comes to the spokesman of the hatchet no matter whether you set your clocks according to the pacific or mountain time the zip codes may vary but the love remains the same and it's definitely time to shoot it back in their direction produced by dj clay oh okay yeah it's just got that clubby sound yeah and it works, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. like it. Do you reckon? Is there any particular place that they've ever talked about going to on tour that they were less than well received? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Like by fans, not necessarily. Or, or, or like you know, like a, a place where they felt like because you know. Yeah, obviously, like, their fans and stuff in general, wherever they go, their fans that show up, they're going to have a good time or anything like that. But, like, a place where it's, like, they would show up and they'd be like, I feel like it's harder to find a fan here and just being around in public is a bad time. <laughs> I don't know. I know that they struggled a lot. And maybe it's just because they were it was hard for them to get into the States. Like, I know they struggled a lot in the Southwest. Okay. Um like they were banned from Arizona for fucking years. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, there we I go. Think, yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm um, looking for. Okay. And I think they had trouble in Florida at times as well. Interesting. But yeah, but like some of the direct cities that are mentioned in here, like they mention um, Worcester, like mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest fucking cities for them. Like Worcester, Cleveland, and I believe Denver. Like outside of Detroit, like those are some of their biggest ones. Hmm. So yeah, this is. Basically, um, a track features Violent J on it as well. Uh-huh. And it's them basically going through a lot of the places that they have been to throughout their years and just describing the fact that, you know, they have love everywhere. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. No matter where they go on tour, they got Juggalo Love waiting for them. Even in Pittsburgh. Where only three people will show up to a Blaze VIP. Damn. VIP costs a lot, man. How much does a Blaze I VIP mean, cost? Is it the same as anybody else? Was, you got you spending over a hundred bucks yeah, for it was, it was VIP it was and tickets. Bucks. Yeah, yeah. It was a hundred bucks. It's tough, man. It was tough. I felt so bad. <laughs> Look, man, when when the steel mills went down, <laughs> we, we, it's we had fun. <laughs> tough times. It's hard to hard to get by anymore. I mean, yeah. 
but like yeah breathable is... air or money for blaze vip it's hard to t- <laughs> it's tough man it's tough i mean i know what i would take so <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can breathe any fucking day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little steel w- in my throat. What's the problem? <laughs> it's just a little black lung. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Come on. Come on. We know what the fuck we're doing. Uh, we have, again, Violent J on here. Solid feature. He doesn't He doesn't really try and, and like, make it his song. Huh. I think it's. I think it's fairly respectable. But I will say... That this track feels longer than it is. It is a pretty long track already, though. It is a fairly long track. It's, it's four minutes and 39 yeah. seconds. Yeah. However, this beat is slow. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, it feels like it drags on a bit longer. Like, if you would have told me this was well over five minutes, I would have been like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> it's not, but it feels like it. I feel like also, <laughs> and, and maybe it's just, I think it's... It might be Blaze's first verse might be shorter than Violent J's verse because also it's in the way that he raps and stuff. But Jay's is he kind of like draws out his lines a lot. You know, he's not. Yeah, he he doesn't do a lot of rapping on beat. He's got his laid back flow. He's Rick Ross in it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. And it's not bad. Like it. it, It's fine. It makes sense for the song. Yeah. So I don't mind that. Um. God, I really need to adjust some of these lyrics. Riding through AZ, stopping at 10P. It's it's Tempe. Tempe, Arizona. <laughs> fucking, fu- fucking, come on. <laughs> and on and on the question mark, C slash C, S-E-A, question mark, putting it down since 99. Scene. The f- <laughs> on the scene. Come the fu- <sighs> fuck. You, fuck you. Fuck you. I'm fixing this right now. God damn it. This Mike, makes me mad. Mike, Mike, look. It's, no. It's, it's easier for you. You're on the inside looking out. The first stone is thrown through the sky. Nighttime illuminates. Eyes grow wide. I see the enemy now more clear than ever. No fear. That's better. Meet you head on to settle. The notion now exists. sit in the world isn't as wonderful or perfect as some might have you believe they see that facades and personas have overgrown to become the fabric of jaded reality that we are all subject to live in nothing is real anymore with that said the phrase keep it real just doesn't mean quite what it used to seeing seeing how now a days seeing how nowadays it's one fucking word it's usually coming from the lips of someone fake hmm. this is 
a Samhain witch killers song. Yeah. So it's it's the group of Blaze, ROC, Madrox, and Monoxi. We first heard them going by SWK on Cryptic Collection uh, Halloween Edition. They did two songs on there. Because originally SWK was supposed to just be House of Crazies with a new name. And then Blaze was like, hi, I'm here too. Yeah, <laughs> classic. But this was the he first song. He didn't have to be a hype man first. But this was the first um, song that was put on a nationally released album going by SWK. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they said oh. what it was in, in oh. the booklet. I, I, all I wrote was, are they perhaps coming for posers? Mm. Posers who are jacking their shit? <laughs> this is uh, produced by ROC. Oh, okay. I like this beat. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's a good beat. It's a fun. I, I like the, the, the little hook thing because it's got like this. Yeah, it's really nice, just, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's a fun beat. It yeah. really is. Uh, yeah, it, it's like you said, it's, this is calling out fakes. There, yeah. there's a bit, there's a bit of flexing on here. Of course. Well, you have to do that when you're calling out posers. But, but I feel like a line that you really, really would gravitate towards is one that we just heard from, from one Jamie Madrox. Go on. I'm hating. No, I'm really just speaking my mind. But nowadays, doing so always seem to get intertwined in the politics and everybody holding a grudge. <laughs> I mean. When it's there, it's there. You know, he said it, not me. It's just there in the air. <laughs> it's all around you. You don't even know it. <laughs> but yeah, um, if if I remember correctly, this is the first SWK song uh, that is put on a nationally released album because mm -hmm. Clockwork. Uh, sorry, uh, Cryptic Collection Halloween was not. It was only available at Fright Fest the year prior. Oh, um, okay. This would also be the last song <laughs> that SWK <laughs> would have put out. Is, 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 okay, th this is like a okay because I, I don't I don't know much about all all of this shit. But is is this one of those because I remember we've talked about one of these before. Is this one of the things that people have just been like waiting for a thing to happen yes. forever and then they just never got around to it? Yeah, and it's not yeah. like there's anything stopping them because they're not really affected by the label split or anything like that. They're all. ROC's yeah. alive, and is, is he cool with them? Anything He's down? on Magic Ninja. Okay, so they're all cool. <laughs> Everybody's down. <laughs> they're all on the same label. Nobody yeah. hates each other. Well. Huh. I love it. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> it fucking rules. <laughs> It's like, uh, oh, I wonder what we're going to do. Well, Twisted just released, uh, let's see, four records in the last two years. Um, ROC hasn't been doing anything recently. Blaze just, he released something last year. He does, uh, what about ROC? What's he doing? Hey, uh, you want to do that? That SWK, shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll ask next year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. 
I guess but, I mean, every time I saw this title, um, my my brain started just singing like a flipped version of Stains Outside. <laughs> okay. That's all. I, I just wanted to mention that. Oh, okay. That's it. I can't All help right. it. It's it's a shame that there's anything and there's there are two things in my brain that make me think of stained, but you know it's just the lives we live, I suppose. <laughs> could be worse. Could be more things. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would I mean they're the real fucking deal? Come on. I'm on the inside. And I'm looking out. Anyway, uh, track eleven, dead neck. It's ROC, it's 07 out with the old and with the new. Blaze said the cemetery full of dead neck bitches. They swallow, I believe them, I don't know why, but I do. Stomping on the streets and rolling with windows down. Knocking so hard that these cracks in the motherfucking ground. I want the dead to wake up and ride with me. Maybe I'm tipsy from sipping on the Hennessy, smoking sweet beef. Roll to the cemetery, anyone of you. Turn up the volume and take a look all around you. Bitches arise from the grave like, hey, we heard you like the Listen, then we got a lot to say. You wanna chat? Bitch, fuck that. I wanna bust a quick nut. Me and my homie Boom Docs is looking to get a dick sucked. We want some dead neck, and you know what it's about. So come over here and put our fucking dicks up in your mouth. So we can splash. Let me get some of that dead neck. We can splash. Yeah, bitches look a good dick. So we can splash. Let me get some of that dead neck. We can splash. Yeah, bitches look a good dick. This raunchy little story is about a pornographic axe with dead chicks who like to get down and dirty and perform the art of dead neck. Similar to fellatio, dead neck can be accompanied by, accomplished by sho- shoving the penis into the mouth or any open gash or rotted laceration in a female's dead body from the neck area up. We strongly advise that you don't try this at home, as you will most likely get arrested and charged with molesting a dead corpse in a necrophiliac manner. Produced by Scott Sumner Juggalo Love Love Song Song Yeah so we got Three on this album mm-hmm. Holy shit I, That might be a record now I think there's more Juggalo Love Songs on this Than there were on Tunnel of Love <laughs> <laughs> Throw this fucking album on When you're trying to get hot and steamy Yeah <laughs> I want to note something In yeah. this right Okay. There's a line that I believe, I think Blaze says. Well, one of them says it. Who gives a fuck? Please, I hope it's the same line that I'm thinking of. Where they talk, where they mention stuff and money into like, I guess like other wounds and open wounds and stuff like that. In the stitches. In stitches. Shoving, shoving dollars through their stitches. Yes. They are still paying these dead women. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess they're still able to shamble down to the corner store for some liquor and sun chips. And you know what? Good on you guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Technically, do they need it? No, I guess. But you know, there's still some things in Unlife that cost money, I guess. This, uh... (laughs) This is And We Danced Part 2. Yeah. It's a bit more descriptive than that. It, it really is. It really is, though. Um, there's a uh, there's a line. Boondocks, okay, has verse two. Yes. He he understood the assignment. He did. He fucking got this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> getting brain from a brain got yes. me going insane. That's a good fucking line. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I believe he's also the one who mentions uh, getting getting a beige while having his balls in a neck wound. Oh yeah, and the, and, the sl- and yeah, that's literally the line right after. And the slit off in her throat is where my nuts hang. Yeah. Oh, it's so fucked up. Like, which I suppose is easier than fitting your entire dick and balls in the mouth. Potentially, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. The horrorcore is a very interesting uh, <laughs> genre where you can just think of the most random depraved shit and put it to a beat and it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. Like, this is not a song I listen to often. I might start listening to it more now just because it's so fucking dumb. <laughs> and also because I'm just like, man, I really like Boondocks. <laughs> oh man, he had a really fucking great verse here. Yeah. yeah um but yeah, there's not much else about this song to talk about. It's got a cool beat. Um like this this album, we're 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 getting close to the end. This album's just fucking solid all around. It is. Like it's just this track is just fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. That's... Yeah. It's okay. I got nothing else on this one, uh, except there is a skit. All right. That can go into the next one. Uh, so if you want to start at 2.59, Damn. we can play from there to go into track 12, which is Escape Artist. Explain to me how a new corner with the dead in a cemetery can be considered an addiction. Whether or not the whether or not the woman is alive or dead is irrelevant. It's the it's the art of love making that we hold and cherish in our hearts. I try to feel the sunshine standing in the rain. You try to hold me down with all your restraints. Some of the some of the dead are envious of the power he holds. To be fucking hell, they, <laughs> no, it's just poor coloring here. To be able to return without question every time, like clockwork, while others in the graveyard anxiously await the stories of the the stories of the stories of the stories of the great escape artist. Yes, it literally says stories three times. The one that will not stay dead has enjoyed entertaining them all with detailed encounters of his greatest brushes with death, followed by the rigorous means and tactics of escape. 
It may just be strange hobby, but this corpse has nothing but time on his hands. Escape artist produced by Scott Sumner and Randy Lynch. Nice. Really, really. Cool I'm noticing uh, that Randy Lynch was also, I believe, on Eggplants, and I think that they are the person who is doing the guitar hmm. um, on both of those songs. So that makes a bit of sense to me. I see. We got a uh, got a Guns N' Roses lift here. That hook, yeah. What? It's a Guns N' Roses reference. What song? Um, I don't know. I, it was I've on the Genius thing. Uh, <laughs> huh. It's not one that I was familiar with because I don't listen to a lot of Guns N' Roses, if I'm being honest. Huh. It wasn't on Appetite for Destruction, so. <laughs> uh, 14 years. Huh. Interesting. Did not know that. Uh... So this is like one of Blaze's most popular songs, like ever. Hmm. Um, always performed at shows. It's it makes sense. Sometimes a closer. <laughs> um, this track is fucking great. It is really good. I like it a lot. I like even just like the concept of it is fucking great. Of him just yeah. going out, getting killed by some people. They try to dispose of his body in some way and he always shows up again and they're like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> yeah yeah it's it almost um thinking about it that way it almost reminds me of the song uh, etched out um hmm. or no it wasn't etched out it was um his verse in I, uh, if i fall from colton grundy hmm. um where he talks about how um you know he was killed and then a couple of days later, the person who killed him, like he killed him and like, you know, yeah, we're on the news. But yeah, this is he he talks about um, I think he talks about like two ways about how he'd been like killed and how he's like just struggling to, you know, just get free. He's like, oh, no, I'm dead again. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. He actually Mondays, am I right? <laughs> right. I like that. He doesn't like his body doesn't reform itself. He actually has to like put himself back together, yep. like with duct tape and shit. Like, right. He, which is he something that he mentioned. Wood chipper and he has to like actually drag the top half of his body around to get all the yeah. pieces. <laughs> well, that's what he mentioned back. Um, if you'll remember way back in 2001. Uh, on You Can't Hurt Me Now, wrapping up wounds with rolls of duct tape. So this is not new for him. Yeah. He has been, he has been, you know, he probably uses like crazy glue and stuff too. <laughs> Similar to, oh, what was his name? Who was that? Uh, who, who was, who was Weird that Al. fucking wrestler from ECW who? Oh God, yeah, I don't know. You know who I'm talking about? Probably. Oh my god, how do I, I not remember his fucking name? Are you talking about the one who probably shouldn't have been wrestling because he had a habit of murdering people? Because <laughs> uh, that's New Jack, but I don't know. <laughs> no, not New Jack, not New Jack. And Sabu was known for his Sabu, shit. thank you. There Sabu. we go. Yeah. yeah, Sabu has like scars because there's like he had a bunch of lacerations on his body and he used fucking crazy glue to seal them. I did not know that that was a thing. Oh, yes, okay. it's fucked up. I wasn't a big ECW fan, I just know like some names Same. here and there. <laughs> There's there's some there's some matches that are definitely worth watching, but a lot yeah, of it yeah, is yeah. just kind of mid. Anyways, yeah, this also uh, reminded me a bit I of. Wish uh, I didn't say that. This reminded me a bit of, uh, just in my head whenever he's talking about people seeing him like walking around again after they like threw him in a river, wrapped up in a carpet or whatever. Uh, it just reminded me of 
an Always Sunny episode where they are repeatedly breaking into this lawyer's office and like to get past his receptionist, they just kept like locking her up somewhere. <laughs> like the first time she comes in, she she interrupts them while they're, you know, talking to him and she's just like, they locked me in the closet. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then like the last time she comes in, she's like, I'm sorry. They duct taped me to the sink. <laughs> and Dee just turns around. She's like, how the hell did she get out of that? <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time. I really was talking about that. And they'd be like, I can't believe that he did it. He really escaped. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this track is fantastic. We get singing blaze, which I mm-hmm. love. Like he also, he does the thing that Jay does not know how to do. And that is sing in his range. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the thing is, is like blaze has a more extended range than violent Jay's. He also is, he's totally doing it in, in falsetto, which is fine. Oh yeah. But I love this fucking song. It, it like I said, it's one of blaze's most popular and it's always one that gets people like hype at shows. Like this is this is the kind where people are, are waving their hands. Of course, yeah. Like it is like get your fucking lighters out. <laughs> this is a real lighter song. It uh, would. Maybe. It would. I feel like at this at this speed of arm waving it would put out some lighters. Unless you had like a <laughs> like a butane, maybe. Yeah, you'll be fine. And that's that's a torch more than a lighter. Fuck it. Anyway, we're coming to the end here. Track number thirteen, wishing well. Father, hold my head and hand steady as I walk through the valleys of all that is evil. Pray for those who cross my path, which they shall face my swift hand of wrath. As the world sees its final test. Final task, a chapter that is Life keeps fucking with me, throw a penny in the wishing well. Pray for me, father, cause it's like we're living. It's like a hell of uncontrollable urges and many needs. I'm on the grind for the dollars. Conflict of all degrees, a rising set like sun. Squash beef, I'm daily with it. Cause I'm a bad love magnet. And you don't know the half of it. Driving my face in the bottom of Jim B. Anything that makes the day go quicker, that works for me. Got the best and the rest is low down so hot slugs to your chest I'm a cheese stepping on your crest embedded in diamonds And it'll still be hard for some of you bitches to see me shot and I'm the undying Stop mine. Bitch, I'm still alive and been dead and buried and awoke 11 fucking times I'm the undying Stop mine. Bitch, I'm still alive, your favorite rapper took five, I took five eleven times of throwing a penny in a wishing well and having all the problems that plague you disappear is one of pure fantasy. But in this curtain call fable, the mind's allowed to entertain those very thoughts. When life seems to have the best of you, simply throw a penny in the wishing well and wait for better days. Or stand up and take action and change your situation for the better. The power is in your hands. Produced by Butch and Fritz Van Kosky. Yeah. This is a good track. This could have been a good closer, but we have another track after this. We do. This probably should have been the closer. Yeah. Here's an issue that I have, okay. however. Um, this has a fantastic hook. I love it. Yeah. But for some reason, and this is not a, a long album, 
really. Like, it's under 50 minutes long. Yeah. But it also doesn't help that the lyrics for this are not available fucking anywhere, which is a bitch. I was really struggling to pay attention at this point in the record. I feel that. Um, Which is unfortunate because this song is dope. Hmm. It's just I was really having trouble fucking, (laughs) like, deciphering shit from it. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a lot about how life is fucked up and shit, and sometimes it's it's hard to like it's hard to like it's hard to know what to do besides wish for things to be better. Yeah, yeah. I I should throw a bunch of pennies in the wishing well. Yeah, like literally just multiple wishes because then, like, I have multiple chances, kind of like a lottery, you know? Mm. <laughs> right. Have one penny. That one penny is only going to get you so far. If I put in like a hundred pennies. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you put in a quarter. <laughs> is that 25 wishes or is that still just one coin? Well, like, I think are they you, waiting that? If you catch it on one of the little platforms, you get like a you get you like get an burger. actual meal instead of just <laughs> like a, a fry or whatever that you would get with a penny or a dime. Yeah, that's true. I, w- I was okay at those. I was okay. Yeah, I've, I've caught a few of those. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even like in- do it with the intent of winning anything. I was just like, yeah. I was going to throw a thing in here, whatever. And then I caught it on the thing. I was like, oh, well, I guess you owe me something. Give me my churro or whatever. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> I did the one time at, at like, I don't remember where it was. I think it, it, wherever there was, they had burgers. And I tossed them with like a dime or something for like a regular burger. And I won, and they, like, didn't believe me at first. I'm like, there was literally nothing on there. <laughs> like, I want my damn burger. Damn. That's fucked. But, yeah, it was fucked. <laughs> but, yeah, this is the thing. I, I like this song. I like the beat. I like it's the good, hook. Yeah. But listening in the context of listening to this album beginning to end, for some reason, I just, I, I was just having issues yeah. really getting more at this point. This this was one where like even whenever I was given like an intent listen to it, I was like picking out actually what you're saying here is a bit hard. And it's not like their fault that genius let us down, aside from them not putting lyrics in the goddamn book. But uh Right. You know. It's still yeah. a thing. <laughs> there is. You get the idea of what the song is about. The hook says it all. Yeah. But sometimes We have it is. Jamie Madrox on here. We do have Jamie Madrox on here. And Always nice to hear some Jamie Madrox. Yeah, I like I like Jamie on this track. Mm-hmm. I might I don't know if I like him more on this or or on Toe Tags because Toe Tags definitely, he comes in hot on Toe Tags. He I did think a good really fucking good job shit. on Toe Tags, so I don't know. I mean, they're good for different reasons. Yeah, but yeah, I, I'm sorry that I don't have more to say on this one. It's just I was fucking having a rough time at this point in the record to come up with more with more words to say. Yeah, well. Here we are at the end of this album. We are at the end. And for track 14, Blaze decides to take a break and call in for reinforcements to drop this last track. Called EOD. You have selected Zodiac. Calling inside a bit of hell. If you scared bits, I'm dead with the imprint. 
trigger words and have your head spurt liquid. Like records to tape, CDs to fake, others in the net. Your neck can make the news fucking with our place. My mind adapts, raps take the edge off backs. This axe loops and swings to any rhythm where they at. Like some clothes, so it's out of the straight jacket and back into the nanny ghost. Sawed off page with a broken wood stock, so we call him Jimmy Hendrix, cause the boy knows how to rock. In evolution awaits you, your options are few. Evolve or die. You choose the latter of the two, prepare to receive but a sample of the premium blend of the two underground legends forged together to produce an entirely new entity headed your way. The Zodiac imprint comprised of Blaze and the ROC will release their debut CD on Psychopathic Records mid-2008. Yeah. So, uh... Produced by... The ROC. Okay. Well, I didn't really have much to say about this because as much as you were talking about not being able to pick, like, hear much for Wishing Well, at the very least I was able to get the general idea of Wishing Well. But this one, I was literally not picking up any lines from anybody to tell me what was going on here. But it does go hard. Oh, it do. It yeah. do. The biggest thing that I got was this was more flexing. Yeah, I didn't even Pretty understand much. that they were saying evolve or die because he like hangs on it in a weird way and it sounds like there are extra syllables in there, but there aren't. Evolve or die. Yeah. It, it's funny because it took me a, a long time to realize that he was that that beginning thing was uh, you have selected Zodiac imprint. And I thought because of how it's like trailing off. I thought it said, you have selected Zodiac, you cringe. Same, yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Um, but yes, this is the first, I mean, yeah, we had Ill Connect earlier, but whatever. Um, this is the first official song of Blaze and ROC as Zodiac Imprint. Um... When did they say that was that album was going to come out? Mid-2008? I, I wasn't paying attention. Sure. I think that's what it said in that booklet. Uh, list of things that did not happen. <laughs> um, the Zodiac Emperor uh, album of mid-2008. <laughs> damn. Yeah. And now um, it's too late. The Zodiac Killer, we know who he is. And that, Yeah, they actually did confirm that, I think. Or they had a very, very, very strong guess. Ted Cruz. Who it was. Yeah, so... Um, that's cool. So it's not a mystery anymore, and whatever. You, Zodiac doesn't mean as much as it used to. Right. Darn. Yeah. Take take that, China. Maybe you should have <laughs> Zodiac imprinted your copies earlier. Losers. <laughs> the track uh, ends and there is a few minutes of silence and there is a uh, there's basically a skit at the end uh, it's, like at, it's at the 5 minute 30 second mark if you want to play that 
a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. Half smirk glances from peers. Go into everything you hear I've done through the years. The prodigal son, my mother would say. For ever so often, I return from the grave. With patterns of gray, like clockwork, I rise. With one black eye, scars protruding inside. Blood trails like footprints in sand. DNA strain of a dead man. The undying one, the Saudi's only son. Leader of the army of the dead soldiers. Roll out or get rolled over. Here I stand, shotgun in hand, 45 and 9 waistband, half man, half dead, all juggalo, I said, I screamed it aloud until my lungs bled, spit blood on my screams, this ain't a dream or joke, but they stare and most point out the gaping hole in my throat, but it's all okay, they're conditioned that way, in the dark they will stay, to my juggalo ways, cause this is clockwork gray. Yeah? Blaze the beat poet. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> Blaze your beat, poet. <laughs> but that's that's Clockwork Gray. That is Clockwork Gray. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay! <laughs> Something Spanish. We did it. <laughs> Two thousand seven Blaze. Continuing his tradition of releasing an album like every three years. Yeah. And you know what? Because it's he a doesn't good decide blaze. that he wants. Yeah. Because he decides he doesn't want to do something every fucking year. Fair. You know what? Which is good probably, for him. <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a good idea. Um, that's actually something that he gets a lot of flack for. Like if you follow like a bunch of like juggalo sites and whatnot, they're going to be like, wow, can blaze release something more than once every fo- forever? And it's like, shut the fuck up. Well, you know. Do you really want to hear him talk about how he's dead and has a shotgun every year? <laughs> it's a bit unnecessary at times. Mike. Mike. I know. Juggalos are spoiled. Yes, okay. they do. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Yes, I know. they want to listen to the same album every I know. year. <laughs> you only have one riddle box. Just deal with it. So, what are your overall thoughts on Clockwork Gray? In general... I've always I've always found Blaze to be like I enjoy Blaze, but I've never found him to be one where I was like, yes, I'd love to listen to an entire album of Blaze. He's kind of you know it's just it wears thin a little bit here and there, uh, but this one, this one's fresh. Uh, I think it's a combination of just him having like. He's, he doesn't feel tied down to anything right now. He's not trying to be a character or make a new thing. So, A, he's he's playing around with shit. He's having a good time doing, doing whatever. He's not trying to lock down to a theme or anything. So he's able to keep his concepts fresh, even if he's ultimately still talking about Blaze, Shotgun, etc. But also, you have the production stuff going on, because now we have, you know... As far as I know, people that we've never heard doing production on anything yet, right? Or at least nothing for Blaze. I guess, yeah. Okay. So, and like, there's a lot of just fresh sounds on the production side here. Like, this isn't like other stuff that we have heard before. And it's a good change up. It feels nice to have all of this because I feel like every once in a while we get in a bit of a rut. Not that like, you know... Psychopathics producers are not bad producers, and it's not like they make the exact same shit, but they have a sound, and they they go with it usually. This is fresh as fuck. Adding 
the instrumentals from uh from underrated underrated really like it keeps it gives life really to Blaze good on yeah this. and it, he because he did more than half of the ones on here yeah like yeah. it it definitely fits that style and it's kind of sad because this is the only record that underrated would produce anything for blaze damn um i'd kind of like to see the the potential for that to happen in the future like underrated still raps he still makes beats like let's get some shit on the next blaze record from him because blaze obviously feels very comfortable um rapping over that stuff and i'd love i'd love to hear more of it yeah but even the stuff that we heard from scott sumner who uh if you remember that name that's the person that did a lot of the early twisted stuff yep um his stuff was really solid it was. Like, some of the best tracks on here were done by him. <laughs> so, like, this this is probably the most diverse record that Blaze has done. Colton sure. Grundy did have quite a bit um, as far as production goes, because we had Fritz on there. We had Lavelle doing some stuff as well. Um, But, yeah, for some reason, this just, it all kind of pieces itself together a lot better on here. This is an album, and I don't like thinking of, like, Oh, you don't just have to like pay attention to it. But if it plays in the background, like it's all going to seem like it flows very well. Yeah. And, and it, it still does flow well even listening to it, to be honest. Like even yeah, if you're even there's if a you're couple tuned in. There there's there's only there's w- really one hiccup, yeah. in my opinion. Um, and we've already discussed that. There's but, one hiccup, and it's the one that also isn't on genius. It's not yeah. even mentioned, not even listed as a track. No, I don't even understand why. <laughs> it's I very confusing. It doesn't make fucking sense. But no, this I think is a very solid record. And for a long time, I didn't hear people talking about it much, but it seems like it's starting to get a bit more respect nowadays. That's good. You know, almost 15 years later. It deserves Holy it. Fuck, I can't, can't believe it's been that fucking long. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, which is really cool. So blaze solid fucking record yeah blaze who is listening right now yes i want to tell you clockwork gray you done good you done you done did pretty fucking good man yeah so what are your three faves well escape artist is an easy one Mm. um eggplants is another easy one oh and um What's that last one? Well, there's a skate artist. <laughs> Every fucking episode you it's do this. It's a tough one. Like this, I'm, I'm making. I have difficult decisions to make, Mike. Okay, and you fucking badgering me isn't making them happen any faster, and it's not getting you to practice any faster. It's just making me have to stop my thought process to lecture you. <laughs> You don't have to lecture me. Apparently I do. Respect your elders, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You may be physically old, but you're still a baby. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? uh, We're going to go bold here. I'm going to go with dead neck. Mm. Holy shit. I booped my keyboard. That was not what I was expecting. They were fun tracks. Well, you and I are, t- are are two for three. 
Okay. Because I'm also choosing escape guard, escape guarders, escape artists, <laughs> and eggplants. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you're gonna go with, like is... blaze up maybe. Crypt no. Keeper? No. Nope. Okay. Ill connect. Ill connect. Okay. That's fair. Ill connect is really fucking solid. It is so. a solid track. And it's okay because guess what? We're gonna hear ill connect again in the future. Oh, okay. And I think you'll be okay with it. We'll see. Just trust me. Mike. Trust me on this one. No! Do it. No! There's no do reason it. for me to do that! <laughs> you you have trusted me for the last near three years to do this show. To, I to... have not trusted you when it comes to remixes or rehashes of old songs. <laughs> Listeners, you should you should you should help to reiterate the fact that Shmeef should trust me. You can do that after we find out what songs we would remove. <laughs> I think we're both going to go with Keep It Simple, probably. I, I hate to say it, but I think that might be it. Yeah. It's sad, because I really like Big B. I like Cut, but it just feels very, very out of place, it's unfortunately. Just, I mean, like, the only I, other one that I maybe would have considered, um, and not necessarily because it's a bad song, is Zip yeah. Codes. Oh, yeah, Zip Codes was the one I was possibly thinking just of because it's very long and drags Just because it feels very long. Yeah, keep it um, simple. EOD, I would have been fine with just for the fact of like, oh, they're hyping this new group. Yeah. Looking back, it's like, oh, that group didn't happen. Yeah. I think, the thing, with keep, I think the thing with Keep It Simple is that like, yeah, it has two two guests on it that could have been really good, but there, nothing is done with them. No, no. And that's There's the thing. That's, that's why I would say, yeah, so, Keep It Simple yeah, is probably can, the one to remove. It can go away. But anyways, listeners, you have just heard us talk about 2007's Clockwork Grey. You, you should tell us what you think about it. Do you agree with our stance on some of these songs? Or yeah. are, you, are we totally fucking wrong? What are your three and one? Yeah. What's the, th- what's the three and one, yo? Let us know on our social medias. We got a Facebook. Juggalo Judgment. Got a Twitter. At Juggalo Judgment. Got an Instagram. Juggalo Judgment. We got the email. Juggalo Judgment at gmail.com. If you want to send us money on the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Juggalo Judgment. But if you just wanted to talk to me, Shmeev on Twitter. <laughs> and if you wanted to talk to me, you could hit me up on Twitter at Mike Spawn the SEJ or on Instagram Straight Edge Juggalo. And if you want, go ahead. We have the link tree that has ways to access all of that. So you can just go ahead and click as you please. All if you of the want listening to listening platforms. Us, yeah. And if you want, if you want to think about this, hold up. This is some this is some big fucking info here oh, too. Here we go. If you want, you could be in a server that just has us and a handful of other people <laughs> who could talk at any time of the day. It's kind of quiet <laughs> at the moment, but maybe uh, if you add yourself there, it'll be on and popping. And that is our Discord server that you can find. It is also in that link tree. Go ahead and do that. Join us. But and to be honest, that Discord is a Discord of convenience, so we can keep track of all of our Patreon stuff. The one where we talk is the ICUP with we ICP with we. 
Yeah, that's that's totally true. So go ahead and join ICP <laughs> with Wii's Discord. Or, or just for the convenience um, of being able to invite you in so you can we can keep you apprised of stuff and you can jump into our recordings yeah. if you so wish, if you're on that level. But yep. really, the one where we talk is that one. Yeah. So occasionally I, I, I will jump in and, and say something in our in our Discord, but it's not often. The ICP with Wii one is fucking fantastic. Yeah. It almost makes me wish that we started this first and, <laughs> and we... <laughs> We yeah. could have had all the fun. We're very slow about these things. It's hard. It's okay. It's Life it's literally difficult. because Aaron and Eric started doing all this shit, and within a year, they were like, so hey, fast. we have our shit together, and we're like, well, I'm like, fuck. Hey, Shmeev, how about we do this? And he's like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's where you can find us, where you can talk to us, where you can do all that bullshit. But uh, Mike is, is bouncing because he's just really got to get moving. He's He's got he's to get out of here. He's got places to be, this shit to do. He's got songs to sing. So now with all that shit out of the way, there's only one thing left to do before Mike runs out the fucking door and has to finish your motherfucking bag. <laughs> Delicious. Peace out. Peace.